if you want to go far in your spiritual life, if you want to be successful in your life spiritually, physically, materially, once in a while, you have to go back to the basics. Meron tayong kasabihan sa Pilipino na ang tao hindi marunong lumingon sa pinanggalingan ay hindi po makararating sa paroroonan. Because sometimes, akala natin matuwid ang landas natin, pero pag lumingon tayo, makikita natin, baluktot na yung daan natin. O sa ilonggo, patiko na ang dalan mo. Okay? So, if you want to go farther, if you want to move to where God wants you to be, you have to once in a while look back and evaluate your life. We have to learn to go back to the basics. I have an athlete na gustong-gusto ko talaga, isang tennis player. No? And uh, for me, he is the master of that game. Uh, he's very good. Bihira siyang natatalo. But in his training every year, kahit na ganyan na siya kagaling maglaro, he always goes back to the basics of the game. Ganon din yung mga Olympians, yung nagko-compete sa Olympics. You know, ang galing na nila. They have almost perfected that sport. The discipline of that sport, they have perfected that. But once in a while, they go back to the basics. Kasi minsan nawawala na tayo. No? Sa daming style, sa sobrang galing natin, and sometimes we forget bakit nagdi-deteriorate tayo. Maraming taong ganyan. Maraming tao nag-uumpisa sa buhay, walang pera. Sasabihin nila, Father, pag bilines lang ako ni Lord, pag nagkaroon ako ng pera, magiging happy ako. And so they start serving God, they start worshiping God, and then umaangat ang buhay nila. Nagkakaroon sila ng blessing sa buhay. But then when they reach the top, sa sobrang dami ng blessing, suddenly hindi na sila happy sa buhay nila. They get frustrated, they get disappointed in life. And sometimes they talk to the priest, lalapit sila sa isang pari, sa akin, at kinakausap ko, I always tell them, go back to the basic. Okay? Balikan mo yung mga bagay na ginagawa mo nung umpisa. You go back to prayer. You go back to the reading of the scriptures you go back to the very basic of our spiritual life. That is very important. Lent is a time of going back to the basic. Lent is a time that God has a portion for us that we will be able to look back in our life. Palaging ang tinatanong ni Father Nonoy, saan na ba tayo? Saan ka na sa buhay mo ngayon? Are you happy in your life? Are you improving sa buhay mo? O ganun pa rin? Sabi nga nila, habang tumatagal tayo kay Lord, yung pag-ibig natin sa Diyos ay lalong umiinit. Yung tanong ko sa ibang Kristiyano, bakit nang lalamig na yung pag-ibig mo? Something is wrong. There is something wrong in your life. And so you go back. Kasi hindi ka talaga makararating doon sa pupuntahan mo kung hindi mo munang balikan yung pinanggalingan mo. Saan ba ako nagkakamali? 
and you go back to the basics. Our gospel today is a story of Jesus coming to Jerusalem when he entered the temple he overturned the table of the money changers sabi dito he drove out those people selling doves selling animals for the sacrifices and you know hindi to ang Jesus na kilala natin di ba sinasabi natin yung Jesus na kilala natin mabait humble meek and kind ganyan si Lord di ba but on this particular day in our gospel, when he entered the temple, he just suddenly changed. No? Iba na siya. Started confronting the people. Started driving away those who are selling doves. And, you know, and itong sinabi niya, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Ano bang problema? Bakit nagalit si Lord? Sometimes iniisip nila na biglang, you know, pugso ng galit. It was an emotion, an anger that came out from his emotion. Napikon siya, baga. But to look at the gospel properly, nakita niya na yung problema sa temple gabi pa lang. He did not confront the people. Kaya hindi mo masabi na, Bugso ng kanyang emotion. No, it was not. The following day, he came back. He even made a whip. Gumawa pa siya ng whip. A three-chord whip. And he started driving out the money changers. So, plinano niya. It was not an outburst of emotion. Hindi ganyan ang Diyos natin. He planned that because there is something that He purposed to do. Lahat na nangyayari sa buhay natin, may purpose yan. Hindi yan dahil sa bugso ng emotion ng Diyos natin. No, He does not. He carefully plans everything in creation and in your life. Why? What was the problem here? Galit ba ang Diyos na nagnenegosyo tayo? You know, you, you look back, how did this start? Paano ito nag-umpisa? Why are there money changers? Bakit meron nagbebenta ng mga hayop doon sa templo? Why? Because some of the Jews had to travel very far. Ang layo pa ng pinanggagalingan nila. And every year, they come to the temple to offer their sacrifices to God. E kung sa sobrang layo, maglalakad ka, mag-uumpisa ka, yung tupa, yung baka, yung hayop na dala mo to offer to God, mataba pa, malusog pa. Sa sobrang layo ng lalakarin mo, pagdating mo doon, may sakit na yung hayop mo. Payat na yung i-offer mo kay Lord. Kaya they came up with an idea, why, why, not, why not just buy your offering in the temple? Okay? Huwag ka na magbit-bit ng offering mo. ba? Minsan tayo mga Pinoy, mahilig tayo sa pasalubong. Naalala mo yun dati yung biskwit na nasa lata, malaking lata. Okay, bibitbitin yan galing Manila. Pag uwi ng Visayas, bitbit yung pasalubong. E meron naman na bibili dito sa grocery. Pero hindi, iba yung sa Manila eh. Bitbit mo talaga, no? So baga, 
sinasabi ng mga Jews, ng mga Pharisees, yung mga leaders ng temple, wag na kayong magbitbit ng hayo. Just come to the temple and the animals you need for sacrifice is already available. Ano bang gusto mong i-offer? Kambing ba? Goat? Okay, meron maraming goat dito. Malulusog at matataba. Dahil hindi bugbog sa biyahe. Tama naman, di ba? How many of you agree? Tama. Okay? And so, yung mga tao doon sa Jerusalem, yung malapit lang sa temple, magkakaroon sila na sa, uh, parang maliit na negosyo sa pagbebenta. Kagaya ng Ostia natin. Diba? Every first Sunday, you bring a special thank offering. Some of you will bring the host and the wine. Eh kung pipila pa kayo sa grocery, maghahanap pa kayo, iikot-ikot pa kayo dun sa shopping, maghahanap kayo ng wine. Ginagawa ng what our cooperative does is, you know, we will provide the wine and the host. Nandiyan lang sa likod. Hindi yan libre. Babayaran mo lang. Kaya, merong mga money changers. Ano namang trabaho ng mga money changers? Sebras, sa sobrang layo, iba yung currency. Iba yung pera na dala nila. Kagaya ng kung pupunta ako sa, sa US, hindi ko magagamit yung peso ko. Okay? Hindi pwede akong umikot doon sa US, peso yung gagamitin ko pang bayad. Hindi. I will have to, anong gagawin? Exchange it for dollars. Okay? So yun na yung nangyari dun sa money changers, sila yung nag-e-exchange ng currency dala mo. Halimbawa, dala mo yen. Okay. Ano bang pera ang tinatanggap sa temple? Yung mga offerings na gagawin mo. O sige, may mga money changers. Parang bangko. Mayroong mga taong nakaupo doon, may table sila, and you just exchange. Okay? I came from Syria. Galing ako doon sa Persia. And I will worship in the temple. Yung perang dala ko, pera ng mga Assyrian. So, papano to? Oh, you exchange. Okay? Magkaroon lang ng exchange. Then you're able to buy the animals you like. Maganda ang plano. It was a good system. The problem, ang problema lang, maraming bagay sa buhay natin nag-uumpisa maganda at mabuti. Pero dahil may diferensya ang puso natin, nagiging masama sa atin. When Jesus came to the temple at the time, normal na yan. People come, buy their animals, and they worship. They offer their uh, sacrifices. But when Jesus came, He drove them out. Kaya marami nagsasabi, okay, tamo, galit si Lord sa mga nagninegosyo, lalo na sa simbahan. Is that true? I don't think so. Yan ang issue dito. The issue here, tingnan nyo kung saan sila nagbebenta. Where are they selling their merchandise? They were selling their merchandise in the place, in the outer court of the temple where prayer is supposed to be done. That is a place where Jews and Gentiles, they can enter and they prepare themselves for prayer. Ang problema, doon din linagay yung pagbebenta ng mga hayop, doon din linagay yung pag-exchange ng currencies. In the end, what happened in that place where business is being transacted, 
mas naging importante sa mga tao yung negosyo nila kaysa pagdadasal. That is a place of prayer. Ang hirap kaya magdasal sa gitna ng palengke. Nasubukan nyo na ba magdasal kayo sa gitna ng palengke? It's so difficult to pray when you're in the middle of the market. Yan ang nangyayari. The people have forgotten that that place was provided for prayer. That place was provided for you to help others. Huwag na kayo magdala ng mga sacrifice. Meron ako dito, bayaran nyo lang ako. Ganyan lang sana yan. But the problem with the heart of man, ang problema nato, pag pinagbigyan tayo ng Diyos ng isang bagay, our hearts easily turn to those things. Last week, I was meditating on an article I was reading that many Christians start out loving God because God forgave them of their sins. They fall in love with God. And when you begin to love God, God will shower you with benefits. Alam nyo ba? How many have experienced that? When you fell in love with God, you turn your life, you turn your heart to God. Binibigay mo yung puso mo sa Diyos dahil na in love ka sa Diyos. Ang nangyayari, pinagpapala ka rin ng Diyos. God would give you so much benefit in your life. The problem with man, our problem, fellow sinners, our problem is we will learn to fall in love with the benefits of God. Etong Diyos na nagmamahal sa atin, minahal din natin siya, then He gave us benefits in our life. He gave us healing. He gave us prosperity. He gave us joy and peace. He allowed us to go to places na dati hindi natin napupuntahan. God will open doors for you to travel. God will open doors for you to have the things na dati inaasam-asam mo lang, dati panaginip lang. God will allow you to realize your dreams. God gives you so much benefit, but the problem is, when we are not careful, our hearts will easily turn to the benefits. We will love the benefits of God more than we love God. Yan lang ang problema dyan. The problem in that place, in the temple, was not that people were transacting business. It's just that they have already lost their sense of priority. That place is to be a place of prayer. My house, sabi ni Lord, my house is going to be a house of prayer. And the people forget that. Kinalimutan. That's why the cleansing of the temple was God bringing them back to the basics of life. Ano ba ang mahalaga sa buhay mo? What is the supreme value in your life? Because all of us, we have something that we value very much. Lahat tayo. Lahat tayo, meron tayong binavalue talaga sa buhay natin. Ang tawag natin yan, supreme value. And the Lord was teaching us that if we are going to value something in our life, if we are going to value someone in our life, we have to value God first. He is the supreme value. He is the supreme good that we need to value. Bakit ba? That's why Jesus 
was driving them out. Why? Because they are now so attached to the blessings of God. They're so attached to the benefits of God. They have now forgotten God. And when that happens in the life of a person, your life becomes disordered. Alam nun Diyos yan. We look at the Old Testament reading today, binabalik tayo ni Lord sa commandments. Kung nagkakagulo yung buhay mo, tingnan mo yung Ten Commandments. I'm sure may isa dyan sa Ten Commandments that you are not doing. Tingnan mo lang yung Ten Commandments. That's the very basic of the spiritual life that we have. The Ten Commandments. Yan ang basic. Do not steal. You want to be happy. You want to enjoy the life that God has given you. Do not steal. Do not commit adultery. You know? Kaya yan ang basics natin. God is bringing us back to the basic. Bakit? Nagiging komplikado na yung buhay natin. Yung mga priorities natin, nagkakaletse-letse na yung priorities natin. Kaya ang buhay natin, ganun din minsan. The blessing of God is supposed to make you happy. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. The word blessed means happy is the man. Pero bakit hindi na tayo happy? And I know, and I know, pag hindi na tayo happy, magkakagulo tayo, mag-aaway-aaway tayo. You know, yung gulo sa loob ng bahay, yung gulo sa loob ng simbahan, it always starts with the heart. A heart that is not happy. A heart that is not blessed anymore. It begins there. Diyan nag-uumpisa yan. We look at the Old Testament today. Ang sinasabi sa Old Testament, there are two tables of the commandment. There are ten commandments. Diba? Sampung utos ng Diyos. There are two tables in that commandment. The first table speaks of our relationship with God the rules of our relationship with God. The second table is about our relationship with one another. Yan ang basic natin. Ang unang sinasabi doon, it's about your relationship with God. I am the Lord your God. You shall not have any other gods before me. I am a jealous God. Yun ang sinasabi dito. Kaya nung sa gospel reading natin, Jesus was driving the money changers away because he is sabi niya zeal for the house of god consumes him you know the word zeal means jealousy god is jealous now yung jealous na word na yan hindi yan kagaya ng jealousy ng tao iba yung jealousy ng dios that's why the first commandment that God gave us, sabi niya, I am the Lord your God because He is the jealous God. You shall not have any other gods beside me. Bakit sinabi ng Diyos yan? Insecure ba siya? Uhaw ba siya sa pag-ibig? Kailangan niya ba tayo? Mahalin siya? You know, first thing we have to realize, God does not need us. We need God. Without man, God will still be God. Pero ang tao, pag wala ng Diyos sa buhay niya, hindi na tao yan. May mangyayari sa'yo. 
God does not need us. God does not need our love. But why is He jealous? Why is He telling us to worship Him, to love Him above everything else? Because God knows pag hindi mo inayos yung puso mo. Kung hindi klaro sa buhay mo kung sino ang sinasamba mo, then your life will be disordered. We have to be sure, we have to be clear, sino bang sinasamba ko? Sino ba ang minamahal ko? Lubos. Who is the supreme good in my life? Who is the center of my life? Yan ang alamin natin. Pag hindi Diyos yan, if God is not the supreme good in your life that you value, if it is not God who is the person that you really worship in your life, you really value in your life, your life will be disordered. Magkakagulo ang buhay mo. Alam ng Diyos yan. That's why He is a jealous God, not because He's insecure, but because He loves us so much, He knows. Alam ng Diyos na tayo ay sasamba at sasamba. Ang question lang, anong sinasamba mo at sinong sinasamba mo? That's a question there. If we are left to ourselves, hayaan tayo ng Diyos ang daming bagay na magiging importante sa buhay natin. Pinakahuli ang Diyos. Sigurado ako. That's why anything that we, we love, anything that we become so obsessed with, ay ang problema ng tao. We are so preoccupied with the things we value so much in life. What is that? Hindi naman masasama yung mga bagay na minamahal natin. What is that? What is that? Ano yung mga binabalyo talaga natin sa buhay natin? Maybe people. Family. Masama ba ang pamilya? Hindi po. Family is not it's not bad. In fact, a family is a blessing. Kaysa isang utos ng Diyos, alam mo yung sinabi niya? Honor your father and mother. Some, some scholars believe this talks about man, we should love our family. Yan ang ibig sabihin yan. Honor your father and your mother. That commandment teaches us to love our family. Kung hindi mo kayang mahalin yung nanay at tatay mo, paano mo mamahalin yung mga anak mo later on? It begins in the home. You know? Family is not bad. Family is good. But when we begin to love our family more than we love God, when we begin to put our family on our priority list more than God, it becomes a problem. There are many Christians today, they will worship their family Akala mo, Diyos ang sinasamba nila. But it's their family. You know? What else? We have so many things in life. Our business. Masama ba may business tayo? Masama ba may career tayo? It's a blessing from God. But do not turn your heart to them. 
That's why ang sinasabi ng Diyos sa atin, you should love the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods because anything, anything that we love equally with God becomes an idol to us. Then we fall into idolatry. It could be your job. It could be your ministry. Marami na akong taong nakikita, mahal na mahal nilang ministry more than they love God. I know people who do ministry all the time. Nasa simbahan nagmi-ministry, but they don't talk to God. Hindi nagdadasal. Hindi nila kinakausap pang Diyos. Amen? Anything or anyone that you would love equally with God is an idol. If you have an idol in your life, that idol is what you worship in your life. Maybe pwede mong sabihin, ang Diyos ang center ng buhay ko, ang Diyos ang sinasamba ko, but in reality, you worship other things. You worship yourself. There are people who worship themselves. Mas importante sila kaysa Diyos. When we begin to do that, our spiritual and moral life will be so disordered. Hindi mo maintindihan bakit galit ka palagi sa bundo. Galit ka palagi sa mga tao sa palibot mo because there's something wrong in your heart. That's why the season of Lent is a time of cleansing for us. It is a time where we slow down in life kasi nasabihan ko yung mga lektor natin, pag nagbasa kayo ng Bible, bagalan nyo. Kasi lahat nagmamadaling umuwi na. Bagalan nyo. Pag kumilos yung mga pare sa altar, pag kumilos yung mga acolytes natin, ang bagal nila. Bakit? Lahat tayo nagmamadali sa buhay. We don't take time. Take time to settle down and reflect on our life. Go back to basics. Allow God to cleanse your heart. Allow God to search your heart to find if there is some wicked way in me. Kasi minsan iniisip natin, napagagaling talaga natin. Napakabait ko talaga. But when you allow the Lord to search your heart, ang daming diferensyang puso natin. And you know, that's the reason why our life is so unhappy. We are so discontented in life. We are so frustrated in our life. Because of that, the cleansing of the temple, going back to the basic, the commandment of God, love the Lord your God with all your heart. It speaks of loving God, putting your mind, your heart, your strength putting God at the center of your life. He is the gravity that pulls you. You are being pulled towards God. When that happens, when God becomes the center of your life, when you begin to pour out your love on God, what happens? That love of God fills your heart and it surges it flows when you have the love of God. It surges out of your heart. You begin to love your neighbor as well. That's why you do not steal from your neighbor. You do not commit adultery because you love 
your wife, you love your family. Sinasabi ko sa mga lalaki, every time you commit adultery, hindi lang buhay mo ang sinisira mo. Sinisira mo yung buhay ng asawa mo at buhay ng mga anak mo. The problem with our society today, normal na lang yung lalaki. Nangaapid. And if the family, if the family is the pillar of our society, kung ang pamilya is the pillar and the basic unit of our society, then our society is crumbling. Because men and women are violating the law of God, committing adultery, destroys lives. Noon nandun kami sa Manila, nag-uusap mga pare. Pinag-uusapan namin yung mga temptations. Sabi ko, tatlo lang naman yung temptation ng lalaki. A minister has only three temptations. It's female, fame, and fortune. Yan lang ang alok ng demonyo sa atin. Kung hindi ka makuha sa babae, then he tempts you with fame. Sisikat ka. Magiging kilala ka. You will be known for your holiness. Kaya maraming tao gustong umangat sa posisyon. Both in the secular and the church. Kasi para sa kanila yun. There are people who are tempted by money, by wealth, fortune. Yan ang temptation ng enemy. And many people fall into adultery. I have seen ministers commit that sin. Ministers who have committed adultery, hindi na talaga nakabangon. And forgiving naman si Lord. I know God is forgiving. Yan ang maganda sa Diyos. Eh. Pag nagkamali ka, nagkasala ka, humingi ka ng tawad, papatawarin ka ng Diyos. Right there and then. Pag hingi mo ng tawad, bigay ka agad ng Diyos. Pero yung ginawa mong kasalanan, may consequence yan. May bunga yan yung ginawa mo. Kakainin mo yung bunga yan. When you commit adultery, you destroy the life. Unang-una, yung buhay ng asawa mo masisira. Kaya pinatawad ka ng Diyos, pero sinira mo yung buhay ng isang tao. Ilan yung anak mo? Lima? Limang buhay ang sira kagad. Now, minsan hindi na naaayos yan. Pinatawad ka ng Diyos, pero there are certain things that your sin permanently cannot fix anymore. Kaya mag-ingat. Kaya mag-iingat palagi. Tingnan natin yung utos ng Diyos. Love God. Do not misuse His name. Remember the Sabbath day. Keep it holy. The Sabbath day is a day of preparation. The Sabbath day for the Jews is for a day of rest. Sunday is the day of worship. Why do we need to rest on the Sabbath day? So we can worship God freely on a Sunday. Expression of our love for God. You are filled with the love for God. Now, it will surge out of your heart 
to love your neighbor. You honor your father. You do not steal. You do not murder. Maraming ways na pumatay ng tao ngayon. There are so many ways you can destroy and kill a person. Hindi physically. Siraan mo lang. I-Facebook mo lang. Maraming namatay. Nasira ang buhay dahil sa Facebook. Ikwento mo lang sa Facebook. Facebook is a venue. Parang spada yan. Maraming namatay dyan. Ipi-Facebook kita. Ano yung term ngayon? Pasisikatin kita. We kill each other. Tinatawag yan character assassination. Okay. Do not covet anything that belongs to your neighbor. Do not covet your neighbor's wife. Ano ibig sabihin yan? Dahil bumili siya ng kotse, gusto mo rin magkakotse. Yan ang covetousness. Hindi mo naman naisip magkakotse ka nun. Happy ka na sa buhay mo. Nakita mo lang yung neighbor mo bumili ng kotse, hindi ka na happy. Kasi gusto mo yung kotse ng neighbor mo. Diba? Busog ka naman. Ayaw mo naman kumain ng spaghetti. Eh may dumating sa bahay nyo, may bit-bit na jolly spaghetti. Kumakain. Ngayon isipin mo, sana may jollibee din ako, may spaghetti din ako. Envy, covetousness. Sabi ng Diyos, huwag mong gawin yan. Okay? Shopee araw-araw, Lazada araw-araw, napupuno na yung mesa ng Shopee, parcels, hindi pa nabubuksan yung iba, nandyan na naman yung bago. Nagiging addict tayo sa online. Online shopping. Okay? Shopee kay tulog. Pindot ng pindot. Parang pindot ng like sa Facebook. Sa Shopee naman, buy. With both share. Okay? A priest once told me, if you keep on buying things you do not need, one day, you will be selling things you need. Pag palagi kang bumibili ng mga bagay na hindi mo naman kailangan, balang araw, magbebenta ka ng mga bagay na kailangan mo. Wala ka na magawa, wala kang pera, eh, benta na lang kahit kailangan mo. Okay? So these things the Lord is sharing with us. Teaching us that in Lent, this is the time to go back to basics. What is the basics in life? We pray. We fast. Come against the things that attach us to the world. Be vigilant against your attachments to the goods of the world. Start sharing with other people. Start giving. Tinignan ko yung aparador ko. Last year, namigay ako ng mga gamit. 
Ngayon na naman, tinignan ko yung aparador ko, hindi ko masarado sa sobrang daming damit. Maybe it's time to give. Time to share. That way, we go back to the basics in life. And going back to the basics in life allows us to order our life well. Amen? It allows us to set our lives in order spiritually, morally, and even physically.